recording. Yo, 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 this is Villains in Vinyl, where hip-hop and geek culture collide. This is CJ, I'm one quarter of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet, and I am joined today by... Quinn, the host of what? Oh, this ain't what culture? Okay, all right, nah, nah, nah. This is Villains in Vinyl. We are taking over, so I'm about to throw it over to... The number three... It's me, Tequila T, a.k.a. Johnny Storm, a.k.a. the male Phoenix. Let's get it. Number four, Quattro D. Welcome to the cast, y'all. Darkest dudes on the planet. What yep. do And you know what, T, man? You never pass it off to D. I mean, like, <laughs> he just does his introduction, and then he shut up. I'll be like... Yeah. I, take never- I take mine. <laughs> I'll never pass it off. I have, no, I have passed it off the D under the tequila team. Go look at some of the VCW episodes. Because <laughs> you'd be like, yo, it's tequila tea. You'd be like, give me the rock. <laughs> I ain't going to pass it. <laughs> hey, give me that shit. Hey, so don't look past, man. Don't <laughs> look. All right, man. Let's get into D some Let's get into some hip hop. Let's start it off. Q, what have you been listening to this week? I have listened to that Dave Eats. Okay. What are your thoughts on it? I, like, I'm, that's the thing. Like, I I, I got into Dave Eats, like, a little late in the game. But I definitely, like, was feeling this one. Like, it's, that's the thing, like, I, I, it's, it's been a while since we really, really, really had a resurgence of, like, you know, some some good, like, New York stuff. Because, yeah, we got a bunch of cats coming from, like, Jersey and all these other places, but it's always good, like, it's New York cats. What a minute. How you just going? Wait a minute. How you just going to fly over Griselda like no, that? No, just trash Griselda. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. No. Hey, hey, hey. I know we all we all been listening to some of the stuff that came out, so I'm just gonna do Davies for now. But I'm just saying. no. I'm talking about when you said you know we've been waiting on some New York hip hop. <laughs> you just like, like Griselda has they in the conversation too without saying. All right, Griselda. Yeah. <laughs> they say, still okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, hell, they don't. Hell, it, solo solo albums came out this year, and then they put out a group album. Uh, right, just making sure we recognize it, cause you know. Oh no, we always recognize it. <laughs> All right, but yeah, so... no, the Davies is definitely fired out. Okay. Did anybody else listen to the Davies? I was listening to it this morning, actually. Okay. What are your thoughts on it? I was listening to it as I was reading, so I'm gonna listen to it again. Like for what I heard, it sounded good, but but I ain't gonna say but. I'm gonna give a thorough listen before I say but. But you know, I think me and you had this conversation before at Davies. Like a lot of times, I think he's a good artist, but there's times he doesn't wow me. It's almost like he's good, but I don't know. It's like the Luther Vandross curl effect again. It's not quite curled all the way over. <laughs> but I've also, since you got it on me, all right, yeah. I haven't listened to that, um, to uh, Amine's Limbo album. Oh, uh, yeah, the one that dropped last week. Yeah. 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 Pretty decent album, man. Dude out of Portland. Dope. Yeah, I like it. He's a different He's a different cat. And I've been liking his stuff for a few years now. Cause I, what did he come to? The first song was Caroline, and I ain't even like that song. 
Well, that's my young brother's like, let me hear other stuff. And I listened to his music. He had a track, um, Yellow with Nelly. Oh, let me check him out. Like, I, I kind of, I dig him. I like him in there. Yeah, that was a deep, yeah, I listened to that project too last week when it dropped. It was pretty good, man. It's pretty good. All right, anybody else? What about you, D? What you been listening to? <laughs> Wap. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, the song of the week might be the song of the summer. Megan and Cardi B. I, I, yeah. Yo, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. When I heard the song, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't think it was all that. It didn't sound nothing different, but the more I hear it and the more I hear everybody just BSing over it, I hear that big, I ain't gonna lie. Song of the summer prop, like you said, CJ, it might be. Hey, hey, pissing hey. everybody off. See, <laughs> <laughs> let me jump it all in sense. now. You'll be jumping all in now. Oh, why does it have to be? Why Why they got to be objectifying? Why can't a song be called wet ass penis? No, CeeLo, sit your ass down. Nobody talking to you. Well, you know, the one CeeLo, the wrong person we talking about. Yeah, yeah. CeeLo is definitely not. You go sit down. You go sit down. No, the one that got me was Ben Shapiro when he was like, (laughs) he was like, yo, pussy not supposed to be that way. I'm like, oh, that explains so much. That, Yo, the internet okay. drug him. Like, oh, that explains why you're the way you are. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, like, you haven't had you. any wet pussy. I get it. it <laughs> the internet drug him. As they should. As <laughs> they should. Don't go talking right. Don't go talking reckless like that. And you set yourself up. Yeah, you shouldn't speak on stuff you don't know about. Yeah. And honestly, I feel, <laughs> I feel bad for his wife. <laughs> like, dang, homie. But then he say that his wife told him that if it's that wet, it's because of um they need to get checked out because it could be for yeah. She had to say my that though because it's hers ain't about to be that because she don't feel that way. Wait, but yeah, yeah, that's why she said that. She like, cause he ain't gonna make me wet. <laughs> I gotta make like I gotta shit. make sure he knows it's not a him issue. No. Yeah, I gotta. Look, I gotta <laughs> like, it's ego because he ain't about to do that. <laughs> I know. I was like, bro, what are you talking about? How are you? <laughs> so yeah, I'm just gonna light up to that one. Yeah, and then when Cedo, I was like, bro, like you said, you not the one. You can't say anything. You can't comment. Yo, people, what, what is new? Yeah, that's what I, I was. I, to be fair, if you've been one of these people that have attacked every raunchy song like this, or that's not your thing, and you've been like this day one, I'm not talking to you. Everybody else. Shut the hell up. Ain't nobody said nothing back in the day when I can hear say to put it in your mouth. Ain't nobody say nothing on you got, you know, girl, you know that. When uh, Trina talking about um, hit the best friends, five or six best friends. Like, yo, ain't nothing new. Oh, yeah, this ain't yeah. same. Come on. You bring up Trina. Ain't nobody said nothing about Trina. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm doing different songs, man. Nobody said Shit. nothing. Lil' well, Kim. I mean, he, yeah, hip hop didn't say nothing about my neck and my back, and that's one of the nastiest songs you could ever have nasty. in your life. Nasty, <laughs> There's nothing. There's no subtlety in that song. It is right there. Yeah, I don't get why the, I don't get the uproar about this because I'm like, if you don't like the song, that's one thing. If you just don't think the song is good, that's completely your take. But when yeah. people are like, oh, I just don't get why they, I'm like, what you like you. 
We've been talking about sex and hip hop in graphic detail forever. Yeah, I mean, Two Live Crew, like, it went before, like, you know, the United States government to talk about, like, how their music was not bad and that it was freedom of speech. Sex and hip hop is why we got parental advisory stickers. Pretty much. That's why you have. So I don't get it. Like, if you don't like the song, that's cool. I know people who just don't like the song, and that's one thing. Mm-hmm. When you're like, oh, you can't talk about... Like, what do you mean? What are you even saying right now? What are you talking about? Those are the <laughs> same people that's in the strip club. Yeah. yeah. On their on lunch or on business meetings. Yeah. <laughs> and what they looking at? There's some fools in this house. There's some fools in this house. It's crazy. Yo, come on, man. It's yeah, almost I'm, like the world doesn't want women to speak about things like this. But well, what are yeah, they doing? Like, it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's like insane. There's a strange double standard. Yeah. But that ain't my business, though. <laughs> Who wouldn't La, do? Oh, my God. La, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, but ain't nobody protesting in the streets about that one. Or yeah. making tweets up about that one. Because, you know. Yeah, I mean, if we talk to the na- about the nastiest songs of hip hop, like, does it even make the top five? Oh God, no! Wow, no, 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 the subject matter. Once again, I'll say it again. If you don't like the song, that's one thing. But if you just got a problem with the subject matter, number two, you must what did you expect them to rap about? You must not listen to hip hop. Like, because that's not even, I don't even know if he'll crack the top 10, honestly. Me neither. I don't will now. I bet you will because it's publicity. But I don't know if we're talking about just the merits of. How nasty the song oh, is. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. like, some cut by Trevor, that's pretty gross, a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. it, it, it's, it's pretty, like, it's pretty tame by the standards, you know, because we grew up with some nasty ass songs. Between two live crew, I can Nelly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like, it was pretty gross, like, I mean. Yeah. And what are you fussing about? You can play this in your privacy of your partner and see what happens and get the best of your night. Shut up. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not going to push more tequila, man. That is crazy. I was surprised. I was like, really? That many people? Like, y'all can tell y'all not fucking. Y'all ain't got shit else to do. Y'all boys. You must be. Y'all boys in quarantine. Yeah. That's crazy. So, other news, Drake dropped a song, too. Like, with Lil Durk. Yeah. And that video was hilarious. It is hilarious. To see him get the bulldoze by Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> it's hilarious. That's when you got Drake props because like he knows how to pick at himself and laugh yeah. at himself. Yeah, he does. He knows exactly how to laugh at himself. <laughs> Which, that's why it makes him hard to lose in a battle because anything you can say about him, he's already kind of said about himself. So, But anyway, I digress. Like That video was pretty funny. It was a pretty good video. Shot entirely in Nike's headquarters. So, and shout out to Lil Dirk for being on the song too. Props to him for how he's come up. And so, I was riding in. Jaden dropped the track too that I thought was super good. Rainbow Bap. Yeah, I Jayden. I listened to it. Jaden? Jaden, yeah. 
Smith? Yep. Oh, I gotta go check this out. Yeah, yeah he, good. He, 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 he dropped the Smith. Yeah. Yeah, he's just Jaden now. Okay. He dropped yeah, he dropped the Smith, so yeah, he didn't wanna he didn't wanna be ta- he didn't want to be tangled up. Shut with up, Quinn. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it, Quinn. Don't do it. Yeah. That is that is messed up. Yeah, and then speaking of New York rap, Boldy James, who's a member of Griselda, dropped his the Versace tapes on over the weekend. It's super good. It was produced by Jay Versace, who some people in social media know is like the comedian guy. He actually produced the whole album and it's fire. Oh, shoot, for real? Yeah. yeah. Well, he produced some No, no, because I know he did a joint on um, West Side uh, Gun. Gun, yeah. So he did the whole album. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty good. And That's then, what's up. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. So. Hey, yo, did y'all check that weekend video out yet? The anime joint I'll tell you? Oh, no. Yeah, no, it, it was uh, it was dope. I like, like it. I, yeah, like if y'all haven't, y'all seriously should. I went through different, like his th- different phases as the video went on. His all his different looks and stuff. Oh, that's yeah, cool. I definitely like that. You know, the like artists are willing to be more creative now with like uh, some of the stuff that they do. Yeah, man. And we were talking about Davies, who is a member of Def Jam. And speaking of Def Jam, they teased us. For all of you Man. nerds who are gamers, they teased. They just teased it. They never gave us the announcement, the bastards. But they teased like a new Vendetta video game. And they said, like, once we hit a million, we'll announce something. They hit a million and never announced it. Man, it's, they were just piggybacking off of Raw Underground. <laughs> Check out our wrestling yeah. podcast for like our, our, our <laughs> Good tie in, but yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good tie, but yeah, man, I I want a Vendetta game so bad. I think they could, but I don't know if they could do it in this day and age. But I want it. I, want I mean, it. it it would have to be like it would be cool to see them just kind of do a you know old school versus new school kind of showcase some of the talent that came through on Def Jam, you know, with some of the newer cats that are out. But yeah, we ain't getting a new game from them. Because you have to pay the rappers too much. You yep. would have to pay them too much now. Maybe it's probably what I'm smoking. But I want to see a Def Jam Vendetta game where it's kind of cross, oh, like Smash Brothers. Oh, no, man. Smash Brothers too complicated no, no, to play but, now. Well, that way you can have more than one rapper on the screen at one time fighting. That'd be a pretty fucking dope idea. Well, yeah, you do up the four people in Def Jam Vendetta. I don't see them swinging off stages and getting. <laughs> but I just think you have to pay the rappers too much now, because back in the day, all those <laughs> rappers were like signed to major labels, so they kind of just have to do what they were. For like no, the pandemic, kind of, so, live yeah. streams, you could get, you could make it happen. Yeah, but the money you would have to pay them. Think about the money you would have to pay Kendrick to appear in the game. Think about the money you gonna have to pay Drake, J Cole. That's just those three. Because if you don't got those three, it's not a modern-day Vendetta game anyway. Mm. Like, you got to think about Def, it. Def Jam could pay that, though. Yeah, who Def Jam got? You're like, you talking like, <laughs> you been, yeah, that's the smoke, bro. You talking like Def Jam is still Def Jam from, like, 2000. No, I ain't saying that, but I'm just saying they like, can pay that. Like, they just got an unlimited check. What do you, what they do you can mean? Pay that. No, they can pay that, man. <laughs> 
And then when you looked at Vendetta roster, a lot of those artists were signed to Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and that's just those three. I, even if you don't have those three, you still got to pay probably Wale, probably Meek Mill. Probably got to pay like, um, I don't know. Pusha T, so you can get Pusha T versus Drake for real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you got those two in the game, that's your squad. That's your that's your cover. <laughs> that's your cover. Probably <laughs> never cover agree to Drake it. and Kendrick. You, you they'll never agree to it, but that's probably your cover. Like so, yeah, it'd be interesting, but I just don't think they can afford it. Like to make. I mean, I think they could afford a remake. I think you'll probably see that before anything. Yeah, that's probably that's probably more likely as a remake. Yeah, I think you'll probably see a remake. You know, me personally, that's, at least that's what I think. I hope for something new. I'm always down because Vendetta was a good fighting series. At least two of the three were. So we don't talk about Icon on this podcast. Man, that was straight garbage. <laughs> I don't even know what you just said out loud. Yeah, and also speaking of things that may or may not happen, this this news affects me and D a lot. Because the creators from Avatar have left the Netflix live action series. Oh, oh, real quick, real quick. Let me throw this out. Let me throw this out. Go ahead. Now it is time. So for those who've been listening, like for the long haul, like uh, long, the long haul, it will be happening soon. The match, like the match of the century, CJ versus D. The Avatar battle will go down soon. So we will keep you posted on that. But for the time being, let's continue the conversation. Legend of Korra. It's trash. So, but what are your thoughts on... But what are your thoughts on... Lucky this isn't a fight, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but but what is everybody... Because, I mean, I had high hopes for the series as long as Say the creators man. were attached. But now that they're leaving, I don't know. Same here. Like, I don't see it, like, going... Because that's the thing. When there's interference from a studio and then you hear about, like, the driving force behind why, like, you know, this is success, just, you know, when you hear the creators just go, yeah, we couldn't reach an agreement on what we want, like, on what we wanted to do, so we're done. Then you know it's not going to be good because they wanted to make a bunch of changes. And you just can't do that, you know, without, like, Reason and the reason just left, so it's gonna be trash. Yeah, I'm not super excited about that. Yeah, I still have high hopes. Yeah, I mean, I had high hopes until they left. Once they left, I was like, Whoop! Yeah, (laughs) I don't know, I don't know. I don't know, yeah, but be- hopefully, hopefully, we'll Netflix see. better hang. Netflix better keep like uh, the cartoon in rotation, because a lot of people are gonna be watching it more than they damn live action. Yeah. What if it, yeah. now? What if it comes out being off the hook? I mean, then you know you. I'll be you, happy. Yeah. yeah, you'd be happy. You'd be like, all right, bet. But I mean. We've only seen one adaptation not involving the creators, and that's been horrible. So, track record matters. It's like, but in fairness, right. that was a movie, and 
I only saying anime because of the style that it was drawn in, but shows like that typically translate poorly to movies. Uh, there's just too much information to try to squeeze into a movie's time frame. Yeah. And then, you know, you also have to try and make it, which I don't think they did the first time. Yeah. And Shyamalan was just like, I don't give a shit. So I'm gonna and was like, you know what the twist in this one is? I didn't care. <laughs> How's that a twist? Have we not seen his other movies? But doom, 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 boom, boom. Man, he had everybody fooled with songs. So, yeah. He was like, I'm going to get this bread, but I ain't going to tell him it's going to be trash. <laughs> well, I mean, we've watched his other movies. We know by now. Yeah, <laughs> like, after signs, it was all downhill from there. Yeah. Outside, I mean, we had hope. <laughs> you know, I we, did enjoy the village. Most people don't, though. You know, Man, we, until that, until, until that reveal, you know, no, no, I just, I, I, I could. I will say, say I didn't see the reveal coming. I feel like he only literally has three films that that stand up as being good: Stuart Little. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, because he wrote the script for that. Uh, fucking. Unbreakable, and I mean the sixth sense was it's 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 what set it up for him. But I will say, you know, Split was actually pretty good. I about to say that's the only time where really one of the few times where really the M Night Shyamalan twist worked. Yeah. Where at the end of it, you saw Bruce and you like, oh shit, like this connects mm-hmm. to Unbreakable. Like that's one of the few times where the M Night Shyamalan twist. You're like, okay, welcome. And then yeah. Sixth Sense, to be fair, but it's just so cliched now. But when you first saw it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then, you know, like, I like Signs, but, like, the twist wasn't really that great to me. Yeah. Um, the Happening. Was, yeah. Okay, we don't talk about that. Wanted to be a good movie. It wanted to be a good movie so bad. It just wasn't. <laughs> That's how I feel about the village twist. I was like, really? Yeah, the village. It wanted to be a good movie so bad, and it 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 pretended for a long time. <laughs> well, it was, was, was going to be just, good. Well, it was marketed the wrong way. Like, and then when you watched it, you were like, "The fuck? Did I get tricked into like, watching as that?" As soon as he was like, "We're going to send you into the woods," and I was like, "You going to send a blind girl to walk through the woods?" I was like, "I'm about to be mad." <laughs> 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 One of y'all could have went. Because y'all were the ones who set the shit up. Whatever is the reason for her being the best person is wrong. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Speaking of being mad, man, we got to get into this DC cancellations, man. We are half of a comic book show. So we got to talk about DC and kind of their reorgan and their canceling of a lot of titles, man. They're, they're canceling a lot of titles. They're doing a lot of reorg under Warner. And it's kind of been the rumor this week that DC is not going to be doing comics or whatever. But the Jim Lee, who is one of the main people at DC Comics, came out and said they absolutely will still be publishing comics going forward. They're just doing a reorganization now. And I think this is interesting to do all this ahead of DC Fandom, which is this week, which is their 24-hour virtual kind of Comic-Con thing. Yeah. So, looking forward to it, though. 
And Did I, I read I, something they laying off eight hundred people. Yeah, they're doing a mass layoff, mass reorg. God. They're canceling a bunch of titles. Um, yeah, they're just going on the reorganization. I think they're trying to save money because I think this pandemic probably hit them hard as well. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it hit the comic book industry probably extremely hard. So yeah, yeah and AT and T's who bought them originally, right? Well, Warner. Warner. Yeah. So. I remember because when I used to work at Tom Warner, I used to always look for job at DC Comics in my spare time. <laughs> so we're all under one umbrella. So, mm-hmm, well, I mean, I, I I see it like this. You know, it's just right now the environment's just kind of trying to stay afloat. You know, like and on their part, it's interesting that like you know they're being public about like what's going on with them. Where else? Yeah, you're having to find out online from like other companies, like just people who've been contracted to work that, that like other places aren't doing well. So at least they're trying. Yeah, at least like we know the status of the company, but I am bummed some of the titles are being canceled. Like, yeah. And they're also moving all a lot of their original shows, such as Harley Quinn, Titans, Doom Patrol over to HBO Max and taking it off of DC Universe, which is interesting. Well, this one's, oh, go ahead, I hate because the only reason I even care about the DC universe is for Titans. So if they do that, I'm literally just going to get HBO Max. Yeah, and I think I think, and they also said that they have other plans for DC Universe now be coming soon. So I think they probably didn't get the number of subscribers they were wanting with DC Universe. So it just makes sense from a larger standpoint to fold it in HBO Max because that also makes that streaming service more attractive too. It bulks up that streaming service as well. What about <clears throat> what about rumors that they're thinking about doing something similar that Marvel did, which a lot of people thought were mistakes and I've heard rumors of them licensing some some of their characters off to different companies, kind of like how Marvel did Spider-Man and Sony and the X-Men the Fox, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it just depends on which characters. Depends on which characters you're doing, right? I mean, because DC has, I don't think DC will make the mistake Marvel made. Marvel made the mistake of licensing out their two most important properties. You can make it. In X Men and Spider Man, like as much as we like Iron Man, Iron Man became an important property, but it wasn't always that. Like X Men and Spider Man are their golden standards. I don't think you'll see them licensing out Batman and Superman. Yeah, well, DC, DC did at one point like have that situation where uh, Fox had the rights to televised Batman stuff. Which is why we never saw Batman in live action, like on uh on CW. So yeah, because one dude apparently he he bought the rights to it and he would, he worked for Fox. So which is why Gotham happened. So once all of that got resolved, yeah. So it, it it's weird. I honestly wouldn't think that it would work out well on their part since they had they're so deep with one like Warner Brothers. Because you remember Warner Brothers, like, they were the ones that Batman movies, the animated stuff, you know, hell, they created an entire anime division for DC for the uh, stuff that we're getting, like, the straight-to-video animated movies. So, who knows? Yeah. 
I mean, I think, and plus DC has, I think they can, like, if you're licensing off, I don't know, static shock, I don't think that hurts anything. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Make some money, license off a hero. I mean, I think, and plus Warner owns DC Comics, Warner Media, so I don't think you'll see that anytime soon. Because there's too much money. I mean, they're making money. Like, no matter what we thought of the DCEU, it was still profitable. So... We shall see. And then also, it was announced the official title of the comic and comic-related news. The official title for Rocksteady's new game is Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. So, looks like they're going to be pulling from a lot of the comics with that. Um, you can kind of tell from the artwork where, uh, you know, I think we kind of tell where the, the storyline is going to go. The Justice League gets corrupted in some type of form, you know, a villain maybe using some magic or something. And so Suicide Squad has to come in and do it. Probably everybody but Batman, because it's Batman. So <laughs> you probably will get corrupted or whatever. And then you have to go on a mission to kind of get them back or kill them per se. I'm looking forward to it though, because I like Rocksteady and I trust Oh them. yeah. Yeah. They put out <laughs> good product. So I'm gonna be buying it. Like, do got faith in them. Yeah, definitely. I do. Definitely. Definitely. And then what else we got? In other news also, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. series finale was on this past Wednesday. Man, it was... It ended really good. Like, for me. Yeah, it was a satisfying conclusion. And they potentially set up uh, something that's kind of been active in the MCU right now. Yeah. And that now they can pull the trigger on. They set up Sword. Because Sword was originally uh, like uh, like an X-Men thing. Like They were introducing the X-Men, so Fox had the rights to that. But Marvel, ever since then, has kind of been adding little bits of it. And for those who don't know, Sword is the branch of like a shield that deals with space. You know, Space exploration and other right, like uh, alien races. So, True, but they also set up sword too with Dick Fury. Yeah, that that and that's where I was. That's where I was like, yeah, now they can come full circle with it. So we might be getting the agents of sword. I see. I don't think you're gonna get that. I don't think. I don't think. I think Marvel's done with agents of shield and agent, just the agents brand. Well, unless it's for Disney Plus, which I can see maybe. Well, that's what I, that's what I'm talking about. Or we might get like you know some glimpses of it within like the MCU, but it not being a huge factor as as Shield was. Yeah, I don't think you'll see any of those actors again, except for maybe Coulson. Yeah, it's sad though, cause Mac, but Mac, I yeah, I I did like the little Black Widow hint, you know. The whole oh yeah so how was Moscow? Eh, it was it was fun. It was something. Yeah, when they had him dressing like Nick Fury at the end. So yeah, overall man, Shield stayed on for a long time though. Mm-hmm. Then they had a hardcore fan base. So I mean, it was a pretty solid show. Yeah, they grew into their own too. So once they kind of cut ties and were allowed to do all the crazy stuff, so definitely a dope team. And that leads us into our topic of the week. 
This is another tequila tea topic. So I'm going to let him do the introduction and then we're going to get into it. So one thing with comic books, as you see with, you know, the MCU, how all the single title, single heroes came forth in Avengers, Avengers Ultron, Infinity War. No, we all lit up, but it's something that's going on in comic books wherever. Like, I even remember getting hyped up on, even just for the Saturday morning cartoons, when they had an episode of Spider-Man that had an X-Men on it. Remember that, CJ? When actually the X-Men looked crisper on Spider-Man. On the artwork was way better. But that's just, um, there's something that's been going on for ages from 60s, 70s, 80s. Superheroes sometimes not even in the same groups or knowing the same storylines or team up. Marvel even set up, had its own comic book run called Marvel Team Up, with you know, featured a lot of Spider-Man stories. Spider-Man, as you team up with different superheroes, Human Torch, Thing. So, um, even in coming to the 90s when I grew up, and I thought of team ups, we got a lot of cross-promotional team ups, too, from, you know, Batman, Nightfall Batman, and Punisher, Batman Spawn, um, we had DC versus Marvel, which even gave us the Amalgam universe, which was a combination of both. It got me thinking. Hip-hop was, you know, we always talk about the combinations or how the similarities of hip-hop and um, comic books. Hip-hop was like that for a while, early 90s, when, you know, it was very rare. You had rappers from different codes, different um, sets, different groups. You had pocket cuts, and you know, they're going to be included in this topic today. But it was always dope when you got to see rappers do a collab feature on a rapper's album that either you were not ready for, or unorthodox, or even if it was ready for it, just it exceeded its you know platform. It did what it was supposed to do. And it's kind of like superhero thing. And so it got me thinking, what are some of your favorite collabs in hip hop, whether it's the most oddest collab, something you've never seen before. The thing is, like I said, when growing up, it was rare. And as hip hop grew, became more mainstream with pop culture, the collabs grew as well. So now it's not, it's not like you won't hear a song. It's not not normal not to hear your favorite rapper with, with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? But it was rare growing up. But now it's here, just like all in comic books, you see different. Incl- you know, different combos, combinations of even your favorite groups. You have how many different groups of the Avengers, West Coast Avengers, Savage yeah. Avengers, X-Men, X-Factor, X-Force, uh, Excalibur. So that's what we're going to today. Sorry for the long intro, but I love hip-hop. What are your favorite hip-hop collabs? What are some of your most unique ones? I want the fans to get on this. When we drop this, you send them to us. But we're going with ours today. I'm going last since I came up with this. I want to hear everybody else's. Uh, so I guess to go against the grain, CJ, you going first, then Q, then D. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, I felt like whenever for my, for hip-hop, you know, I'll go back to the old Rough Riders Rockefeller collabs. So, Literally, like Reservoir Dogs, I think is one of the most perfect team-ups. I felt like because Jay-Z has sort of a 
still a street style, but sort of a shinier street style, more clean, whatever, whereas the locks and rough riders are just dirty motherfuckers in the nicest way possible. I mean that with all due respect, where they were just sort of grimy hip hop. Um, and when those two collided and those two sounds kind of meshed, it was awesome. And I felt like Jay went into their world when you look at all, a lot of those old school collabs more than they kind of went to his. So it was always just welcome. Um, so definitely that's, that is definitely one of my favorites. And then I'll say um, Biggie and Bone was the second one I had in mind as well, as far as team ups, because um, for Notorious Dugs, is, that shows my age because both of these are like 90s golden age hip hop kind of joints. And I think because Biggie, it was rare to see rappers f- switch up the flow at that point that much. And I feel like, you know, it's an accepted thing now, particularly the use of melody. But to see Biggie kind of do that on Notorious Thugs was awesome. So, yeah, those are my two. I had Reservoir Dogs on my list. That's such a dope track. You were right. Like I said, we from the 90s. When we were growing up, it was rare. It was like, it was the coming, like, when you saw these squads show up, it was like, oh, shoot. I feel you on that. Definitely. And what was your other one again? What'd you say, the last one? Oh, Notorious Notorious Thugs, Thugs, right? Yeah. So, quick question. Because both, they came out around the same year and following both the deaths. How did you feel about Tupac, Tupac and Bone Thugs? Oh, I think it was. Love. Is, I love that. I love both those tracks. I think Notorious Thugs is better, but I don't. But that's no nothing against you know Art of War because I think is it Art of War? Is that the one with Tupac? It was on Art of War. Yes, it was. Yeah. So I don't. I don't have anything against that one, but I also think that beat aged worse than Notorious Thugs did. Uh, why that beat bad? That beat fucking bangs with one on one with Tupac. It just it doesn't sound as mixed as well and all the other stuff. So I still go Notorious Thugs over that one. But I mean, that's no shade to the Tupac one because that one slaps too. Yes, it does. Q, I know you're inching to jump on this. You told me last week you had your notes out and you were ready. Drop them. All right. All right, all right. So this one for me is because I always love like a good collaboration. And one of them I had to dig deep. I had to go way back. And uh y'all remember the movie uh this came out like in the nineties, uh Panther. Or where they, they talked about so there was a song on that that was literally the female like just team up of the century. I mean, it had, it had Queen Latifah, uh, MC Light, like Salt and Pepper. Oh, uh, fucking. Um, is Bahamdi yeah, like on Mary that? J. Bo- hmm? Is Bahamdi on that one? Uh, I, I think no. so, because this one, like, because this one was, because uh, uh, it, uh, it had Yo-Yo on there, TLC, um, uh, Patra. Okay. Like I think there's a because there's another version too that has uh, Mary J. Blige, SWV, Aaliyah, and Vogue, uh, Vanessa Williams. Yeah, so that one is called Freedom, and it was the theme for like uh for the movie Pan, and okay. it was the rap version of it, and it yeah it it still holds up, and that was one of my favorite ones because like 
they were all dope, like, uh, female MCs. And a lot of people now these days, you know, owe their careers to some of these, like, women who just, they did their thing. Like, they were the top of the top, like, when it came to hip-hop. And another one. I'm going to go deep with this because my older brother, like, he got me into Mystical. Mystical featuring Naughty by Nature, Dirty South, Dirty Jerz. Naughty by Nature surprised the hell out of me. I ain't a trash fan, but they, they, they came through with some bars. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the interesting one because that was in the time where uh, No Limit was really stepping out and doing like tracks for a lot of people because soon after they signed Snoop to uh, No Limit. And yeah, yeah. And so you got that combination like, you know, the West Coast like with with the South. And But yeah, just hearing of all the groups, Naughty by Nature doing a track with Mystical. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So that, that was the two, two ones because I was going to go for some of the more the more well-known ones, but honorable mention, though, because everybody know this one. Welcome to Atlanta. The remix or the original? You know, the, the, oh, the, not just the original, but the remix. You remember, they did ones for every region, like after yeah. a while. Yeah, Murphy Lee got off on that one. There's some people out trying to add like Murphy yeah. Lee about the next thing from Nelly Camp. Nah, his album was garbage though, but still. <laughs> yeah, he tried it. So yeah, that's just, that, that's some of mine right there. <laughs> okay, okay. What you got, D? Man, well, my favorite collab track ever um, is actually uh, "How Married to Thousand Remix" with Busta Rhymes, Eminem, and Fifty. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I love, 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 love it. Um, so that that's my numero uno, uh, forever. But I mean, I feel like we can't really talk about collabs without like really mentioning like Wu Tang, you know, um, specifically the Red and Meth combination. Yes, because um, I thought, I mean, it took me well into my teenage years to understand that Redman is not actually a member of Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. He just get invited to all the parties. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, I got to give them a shout out. And then, you know, there have been collabs over the years that, that I, I've enjoyed, um, you know, here and there. But, like, just that How Mary remix, man, that's – I, I mean, I still listen to that junk pretty frequently. Like, <laughs> and I, I, I didn't even have any ill will against Ja Rule then. Yeah. But after that song came out, I was like, man, fuck you, Ja. Yeah. More than I think, more than fifty M made you be like, yo, fuck yeah. Ja. And I mean, y'all know how I feel about <laughs> yeah. fifty. So like, yeah. But yeah, when M spit, I was like, dang. And then when Buster spit, I was like, you know what? I don't know what he did to you, Bus, but he ain't. He shouldn't have did that. And the funny part is Buster don't diss nobody. Never dissed <laughs> so, <laughs> so That's why I was like, damn, Ja, you must have fucked up. You must have <laughs> fucked up. Buster don't diss a soul. Like the kind-hearted rapper of the ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, there is a Jay-Z diss out there. Yeah, but that's more friendly competition than... 
uh, I'm gonna go find it. Well, yeah, I'm gonna find it because I remember when I was still downloading music like crazy and thought I was a damn A and R or something. That's when I remember having that track. It was it was either Jay Z this, but like he did Wyclef. I'm not remembering. Also, uh, one of my favorite songs uh, back in the day, um, and y'all may remember it, "Fatty Girl," Ludacris. LL and uh, Keith Murray. Yeah. Ludacris. Yeah, you know that's my Ludacris. Tastes like a Cinnabon. <laughs> and that's all Luda say. Fatty girl. That's Fatty exactly girl. how Luda raps all the time. He go <laughs> quiet, <laughs> then he exaggerates <laughs> it. Five o'clock in the morning. That's exactly how Luda raps. He gotta accentuate some words, man. Yeah. Gotta let you know. Gotta let you know. That's how you that's how you hear his punchline sometimes. Like, <laughs> that's why it didn't work when he was up trying to do the super duper style that when Drake and Big Sean. That's why it worked for Ludica. He already accentuates his words. He was like, something parade, Macy's. Like, no, no, Luda. No. See, yeah, I did man. like you said, method and red man, because I didn't have high on my list when I thought about that. I kind of thought of them like of um, Luke Cage and Iron Fist, Paramount and Iron Fist, because mm-hmm. like how they were just separate or they you know came from their own thing. But once they you know did their comics or did their thing, they actually became partners throughout the whole time. You know, even they come from their own shit. But yeah, but those two, um, the Faded Remix, like E Forty, Juicy and them. Um, and then the uh, the Touch It remixes. All the many Touch It remixes. Touch It, baby. Yeah, again, the immense little researchers for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Like all girls version, all guys version. You combine them. Man, people were spitting on them. <laughs> yeah, it was just such a hot beat, though. Like, you had to jump. Even so, if you ain't even so a lot know of people how to don't know. <laughs> a lot of people don't know. I know because I own the entire Buster Rhymes discography because he's, you know, top tier rapper to me um but the original touch it is a subpar song just it's okay it's him and p diddy it's fun but it's so much worse than the touch it remix that like you don't even think about it see i feel like that era but like that era buster rhymes excelled at like them remixes when you threw him on like past the cavassier like it, it went it went harder like when it was a remix. Ooh, well, you know what? If we're doing remixes, then if we're talking about Luda, I gotta mm-hmm. get one of the best remixes of all time. Which Made you look. I knew you were about to say it. <laughs> oh. Made you look that, for the oh, video. Him, Jada, uh-huh. and Nas was great. Yeah. Because it A because I felt like that was the first one of the first times New York hip hop reached out to Southern hip hop. I'm not gonna say it was one of the first, but it was yeah, it was one of the earlier times where a Southern hip hop where it was respected. Right, because you had that stamp from Nas and Jada, which meant something <laughs> if you're a Southern MC and to have him be on a track with those two rappers and Shine, you know, was awesome. And then that video was just grimy too. <laughs> so definitely, I forgot about that one, but yeah, made you look remakes definitely on that. Cause I think that's better than the actual song. It is a remix. Right. So what about you, T? Well, I was going to segue to myself off his Busta Rhymes thing, not because I wouldn't include my list, but it's funny. I came in the Busta Rhymes 
awful posse cut was my first time hearing him. If people don't remember, is um, Tribe Called Quest and mm-hmm. Leaders mm-hmm. of the New School, which was the group Bust Rounds in. It was Scenario. And that was the first time I heard Bust Rounds oh. as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ma, I like him. Ah, that's I like him. But man, I got a list of just like CJ, no, I love posse because if you do those right with good MCs, it's just it works. So one of the best ones I had to do up there, and he said, I'm not even gonna say these are my favorite, but or one of these are my favorite, just which some of these are just like impact. Come on, the flavor in your ear remix with Craig Mack, Biggie, LL Kuja, Buster Rhymes, flavor in your Rampage. Lovely. You hear that boom, boom? You 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 know it goes off. Um, some one that people don't talk about is a song that made me respect Rick Ross because I was already thinking I was on the fence, but like he all right, you know whatever. Song he did, Usual Suspects, where he had Nas feature. Oh yeah, that was a dope track. One. And he went bar for bar with Nas, and I was just like, okay, Ross, Ross can go. It's one of my favorite tracks. Yeah, uh, track that reminded me of an uneasy relationship, like in comic books, like a you no know, two villains working together. I had "Welcome to New York City" by Cameron featuring Jay Z. Yeah, because they weren't really vibing, but now even good before song. it was like a true beef. It was you know these for my old heads, you know. They, people knew they were uneasy, and Dane brought Cam to Rockefeller without Jay knowing. But you know they did a song together, cool. And before them, you know them to be beefing, it was you know songs I, right. it was straight. Um, shoot, can't talk about. I heard this the other day on the um versus battle last week. Come on, Eric Ross and Drake stay scheming. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. say French Montana because those two were so good on it. You forget about French Montana. Some people just turn the verse off, but still, that collection, that's a, you know, that's a great pop, that is a great collab. But yeah. we can't not not talk about when Jay Z and Eminem finally gave us Renegade. But to be fair, man, was that a real collab? Like. Cause that wasn't that was more Jay Z just jumping on somebody else's song. That it is was, true. It, it was a collab, yeah. but it was still it was highly anticipated. Yeah. Can we talk about no hands? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, bring yeah. up. Bring up that. That show. was my jam for like a yeah. smooth and a half. <laughs> oh man, uh, Walker's still making money off that song to this day. Anything which, Walker touches, I like. So I which, which Jay Z Nas track was better, Success or um, Black Republicans? Success. To I me, I agree. To me, Black Republicans wasn't that good of a track. I was a little let down. I was happy. Like I like Black Republican beats. I was a little let down. It came out a little bit, but I still liked it. But Success felt like that was a dope track. And that that was something they was supposed to make together. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And see, if oh. anybody young don't know, like, the way they was beefing, you never thought they would make music together. And then boom. Yeah. But that's how it go. You know, you beef and then you, you make the track together. Like, Ross and on the Jeezy. Same track. Yeah, like, Ross and Jeezy started making music together. Yeah. So. Like I said, sometimes you beefing on the same track. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, 
Luda, T.I. on Stomp. Yeah. yeah. Cannabis and LL on 4321. Yeah. Cannabis kind of, yeah. Yeah. But LL kind of got him. Jada Kiss said, I forgot what track it was. He said, even on the Rough Rider tracks, he was throwing shots at DMX. I didn't watch that Rough Riders Chronicles that just came out. I got it recorded. I need to oh, see it. Oh, and I'm sorry. Before I leave, how did I not say my favorite song, my favorite collab, honestly, the one that will introduce me to DMX? Four, three, two, one. Come on. That was one of the best tracks ever, man. Yeah, definitely. That was a good one. Yeah. And they introduced you to Cannabis, too. Yeah. Well, see, honestly... It was one of the tracks. So at the same time, I knew I heard Cannabis on the Firm album. He was on Desperados. No, oh, okay. And then he was on the um, Lost Boys album. I can't remember which came out in order first, but he was on the Lost Boy album on a track with um. He had still two tracks on Lost Boys, but he was on the track Another Posse Cut. Damn, I'm going down the list. It's um a track called Beast from the East. My hip hop heads know that. I bet if I hit the, I hit Terrence from Hip Hop Marvels, he went like, yeah. It was um Lost Boys featuring Redman. A plus a young rapper that was out back in the day who I liked back in the day in cannabis and cannabis ate that track. Yeah, cannabis problem was he couldn't write a song to save his life. Though. That, exactly. <laughs> he could rap exactly. though. But anyway, so okay. That's what's up, man. That was fun. I feel like I should have oh, Go ahead, Quinn. Oh, T, T, I'm surprised you ain't throw out because you always gotta get in your obligatory. Like a uh, pull from like this, like this one Kanye album. I'm surprised you ain't throw out. I mean, so Paul is my favorite. Is like the what? greatest positive could all time. I didn't want to be too obvious, but yes, like I could. Like, trust me, I could do a whole hour episode by myself on this. And CJ know it. Like I, I'm up here looking at this list right now, thinking of stuff. I wanted to go back to CJ's point when he was talking about how you know when the first time you heard, the earlier times you heard New York or up north music, region to south. Think about the little John tracks that Jada Kiss and Styles are on, and how you figured out Jada Kiss was, was sound dope on Southern beats. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, for me, it was the high remix with Jay Z. Uh huh. It was Juveniles featuring Jay Z. That was one of the first times for me. And then also Big Pippin when they brought in yeah. UGK. Yeah. But yeah. But when I heard Jay on that high, I was like, oh, okay. You want to be Southern now. You want a little sugar in your sweet tea. You want some, <laughs> want some collard greens. Okay, I feel you. All right, that's cool. I feel you. I feel you. So that was also one of the first times I was like, "Oh, the South about to get this. We about to, <laughs> we about to take this." And then we started to take it, and I haven't looked back since. Yes, but you're right, um, Queer. How could I not say so, Paul from Kanye? You like Kanye, Jay Z, Pusha T. So I had a Prince well, his, Rizzo. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing from that album too. Like, cause you remember he had, remember, uh, remember the the whole like a uh, thing with you remember Monster that was Nicki Minaj, like uh, Jay Z, Ross, like I, I as much as I give Kanye credit, he he do some collaborations for for guys though. Yeah, that's the one with Nicki ate them alive too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the one with Nicki I see. Ate them I alive. think that's one of the essence why I like a good hip hop team up. Even if sometimes it, I know CJ will argue with me on this, and I, so I'll go ahead and put out. There. I know that sometimes 
a lot of these collabs don't work because they don't make a good song or they can't write a good song together. But at the essence, you like to see the team up because of collab. You either see how they work together or at the same time, who's going to have the best verse up there? Who's going to you know, step up and put their best out there? Yeah. And it showcase some people, like, you know, like legit got bars when they get into that element and they pat, they link up with, like, you know, the right, like, people. So, yeah. I'm just, this, this was funny. I am appalled that D, of all people, from New York. Because I was going to say, I was just going to hope D was going to say it, so I would say it. How you ain't going to rap? How you ain't going to call out 24 hours to live? Oh, I mean, Mace, the Locks, Black Rob, DMX. I mean, I, I, mean, I like it, but yeah. it, it didn't stand out when I was thinking about this. Yeah, I uh, okay. Oh, God, T, I'm having flashbacks to that car ride, like back from a uh, blur time. <laughs> hey, man, don't go on a road trip with me. They call me DJ Time Machine. Oh, we, we, we went through all the decades. Uh, but yeah, no, this 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 was definitely fun. Like I, I, I got a feeling we could just do we could do an entire like multi part episode on this because it goes so deep with hip hop though. Cause now CJ got me thinking about like now who's all the good southern and northern like rappers that did a lot of stuff. Cause now I'm thinking about all the Dipset Little Wayne collabs. I'm thinking about Ti when he was doing a lot of stuff with Cam. Got a track Crown that used to, we used to bump back in the day. Yeah, I mean we gotta talk about like yeah. I mean I don't know if it's a great song, but you gotta talk about Swagger like us. Yeah, I do want to talk about that before we go, cause I always said I always thought I I, lo I love the track. I like the track. I almost say it's borderline a classic track, but I was still somewhat missing something when it first came out. And still, when I hear it, for the caliber of rappers that's on it. Oh, I agree. I mean, that's, I mean, you can make the argument at the time, those were the four biggest rappers in the game. And that song should have been something better. I don't know. But that also comes up to expectations like, can something live up to the hype? It's kind of yeah. like what we're talking about with Black Republicans. Like, that was the first time Jay and Nas were going to be together since their beef. Like, I don't know if there's any song that could have lived up to the height of what we were thinking. Because what's in your head is always going to be better than what you actually hear. That's true. At least usually. There's rarely that music surpass. Like, team-ups. That's the thing about team-ups. When you hear two artists together, rarely does it surpass expectations. It's usually when it's a surprise that you're like, oh, this is super dope. Does WAP exceed expectations to bring this full circle? I mean, two I, artists on it? I don't... I mean... That was a little unexpected, so... Yeah, I mean... It wasn't like it was back in the day where you knew a song was coming out three weeks before it came out. You know what I mean? That's true. But now that it's happened, now that it those two together, how you feel about the track? Because, I mean, I like the track. It's going to be way bigger because of the, but, the yeah. issues around it, I guess, than I think it you gotta should add, have been. Yeah. But it's a fine song. I guess the right. other question is, what did you expect from these two? I, mean, I'm not I didn't expect that anything is, less. <laughs> yeah. I, you, know, I, you know what I'm saying? What did you expect from these two artists? And I would say that with any artist. I'm not saying that to be like 
I hope it don't sound like I'm trying to diss them, but yeah. like, what did you expect from these two? You know, kind of like Jay-Z and I, what did you expect from them? And then what was the final product? So, with WAP, I mean, it's kind of what I thought I it would be. Like, it's a club banger. I think it's going to be the song of the summer. I think the controversy on the magazine is going to push it up. It's probably going to be the number one song. Um, it's what I expected from those two. And I, and both of them, especially Meg can wrap her ass off. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Meg can wrap her ass off. Let's be clear. So I didn't expect like a, you know, an underground banger. I expected like a club radio joint. That's yeah. what they gave me. So, I, I mean, I expected a, a relatively nasty club radio joke. But yeah, <clears throat> and that's exactly what they gave you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think that's not what you was gonna get is ridiculous to me. Like, so to me, it met expectations. <laughs> yeah, it met <laughs> expectations to me. Like, because that's what I thought I was gonna get. Like, I think one song, like for example, if you ever got the mythical. Kendrick J. Cole album, like that's not gonna meet your expectations. Mm-mm. Because we've been the anticipation <laughs> and the hype is gonna be so. I think it'll meet mine. I feel like I know mine. what I expect from them. No, no. So, or I don't know, Drake and any of them, like because people and plus you also got to think about you don't amp these artists up like you did the artists you did growing up. You yeah. look at them completely different. Yeah. So, they're not your role model artists, like. I don't know, Jay-Z, Nas, and all those other people were. Like, Jules and Wayne didn't meet expectations at all. But was it good? I don't know. You got to answer They didn't put that. a whole album out. Well, they had a... Let's not like they didn't have... That unfinished mixtape, I didn't consider that. The reason why I didn't consider that, they put a damn song up there that had a chorus, and then two minutes of... But even the song verse supposed to be it. here, and then the chorus came back on. Like, what the fuck is this unfinished shit? But, but even the song... And those tracks up there, uh-uh. Hold on. Even Where's the songs that? they did together weren't all that great. Let's Shit. be honest. I disagree. Oh. I disagree. Well, well, that's fine, but they still weren't all that great. high, get that bread. Yo, I was ready for that mixtape. The only reason so, why I say that because that was the time that I was really kind of hating on Lil Wayne. And I felt like for some odd reason, the Jewels and Lil Wayne brought the best out of each other for tracks. That's what I mean. You will have to have an uh, argument on one day, CJ. Because that's cool. I, that's cool. I didn't know that. That's going to be a debate for us. I did like Jewel's and Lil Wayne's music. Oh, I like them separately. I didn't like them together that much. All right. I like them better together. <laughs> but I'm not a biggest fan of Dipset as you are. So, no, <sighs> well, I'm not that big. <laughs> like, I'm a fan of them individually, but I was one of those like as that a crew. Shit about them and still like them. Because I knew motherfuckers was getting away with the computers puking and the shooting, shooting. <laughs> Boopity boop. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I wasn't the biggest. Like, I know people love Dipset. A is for Apple, B is for Ball, C is for Killer Camp, D explains it all. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Killer. Anything else for any other collabs y'all got? Anything you want to do? Anybody on the shout out? Mm, oh, definitely. Right. I mean, I shout them out every week, but Champions Material, Enigmas Unchained, definitely give them a look. They're having a Champions Material talking about 90s hip hop. So that ties into what we were talking about. They're talking about that this week as well. All right. Yeah, definitely, definitely check them out. 
And like always, you know, check us out on Instagram, Twitter. I'm going to help you out today, CJ. Twitter. Uh, also, if you do check us out on Instagram, uh, check the check the bio, and that should give you a link to our link tree with all of our uh, podcasting, like, list, like uh, listening sites. So that's Deezer, uh, Google, like uh, Apple, Spotify. Yeah, check out, like, check us out on Podbean if you're on Podbean. Hell, like we 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 trying to get everywhere. So, like, definitely subscribe, like, comment, do whatever. Help us get up there. We want to keep the numbers going. All right, we ain't what culture. But we will take hey, over. Yo, quit, quit, quit calling them out, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm trying to get us some cloud here. All right. Well, yeah. They, I like when everybody do my do what I'm supposed to do for me. That make me feel good. Hey, I ain't got to no, do nothing. No, because I'm about to fry you before I give my shout outs. Got shout out Hip Hop Marvels. Let them oh, know. Hey. Shout out the Awesome Group. Thank y'all. Um, CJ, you did let me know the week that I'm finally reading again. You only asked us what we're reading this week. Damn it. No, well, hey, bro. Like, it's too late now. No, I, no you're right. Because every time I ask, we don't be reading shit. So I'll ask you next week. I'll ask you next. Just wait. Just like, hold on. Everybody get back in this. This, this, this hold off. I'll ask you next week what you're reading. So we just did a back to back. I was kind of like, man, let's kind of get through the second one. So <laughs> I'll hold off. I'll, I'll ask you next week. I got you. And like that, we are gone, man. We'll see you next week. We will definitely let you know what we will be reading. All right. Peace. Peace, homies. Peace.